Welcome back to episode 48 of the Side of Guac podcast. This episode is sponsored by Maz Frozen Custard and Italian Ice in Barley, Idaho, and practicing the Macarena in the mirror. So thank you. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, it, it's again, it's just me. We lost Tom. We had a strange happening last week, how we got him back on in the pod for, uh, using a pod mini. Um, but we're going to try something different. We, I picked, uh, a few other individuals that we're going to interview for a little bit. Um, I'm going to bring them on the show, going to talk them up, answer, ask a few questions and, and, uh, we're going to see, uh, if we could find a fit for, for my new co-host position. Um, so it, it's going to be a little bit of different, different of an episode, but you know, we need, we need to find a co-host to, to continue the show. So, um, and, uh, I'm going to get right into, uh, this first interview. All right, let's get into our first interview. I am here with Chip Daniels. Chip, are you, can you, can you hear me? How you doing today? How you doing today, Beef? I'm real excited <laughs> to be here today. A how, pleasure as always. Chip, how, how, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Finally see you on camera. See your pretty face. Yeah. I see your pretty face all the time. You know, I'm a <laughs> you're, loyal. You're listener, an avid listener fan. of the, of the Side of Black podcast? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. I have you to do, bet. I have to say you got quite the, the mustache there. Yep. I've had this one since I was about seven. Uh, really? <laughs> just been keeping it nice and trimmed ever since. Uh, Love that. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I haven't grown a mustache. I could only grow it like once I got to college, but glad, uh, glad that came into you a little younger of the age. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think it might help me a lot with the ladies. Uh, it does not. It does not. I can tell you that. No, <laughs> definitely, definitely not. But it is what it is. You know, I'm happy well, either way. I'm happy to be here with you today, Beef. <laughs> well, I'm happy to. I'm happy to be here as well. So basically, I'm just gonna shoot you some questions, and uh, we'll we'll talk it over, have a conversation, and uh, we'll see how yeah. you do. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. so first, just just uh, tell us a little about yourself. All right. Well, my name is Chip Daniels. I'm a uh, 42 year old cattle wrangler apprentice oh uh, you know i've been doing it for about 25 years okay um you know i have a lot of stories that i think would be great for this podcast specifically um and to top it off my name's chip that i mean so what i tell you what goes better with a side of guac <laughs> chip daniels chip. <laughs> chip daniels that's right well well i love that you said yeah. you're you, you're still an apprentice um does i'm not yeah. familiar with the cattle ranching uh, kind of process, but for 25 years, you're still an apprentice. How long does that apprenticeship normally last? Yeah. Uh, it goes upwards 45 years, <laughs> but well, you know, uh, some people, if they're really good, maybe 32 to 35 years. Okay. Well, yeah. you're, you're nearing the end of your tenure of the apprenticeship. I'm getting so, there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm getting there. I'm getting better every day. Still learning. <laughs> So well, that's, it's well, good. that's it's good. good. Yeah. Well, it's an honest living. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Hope, mm-hmm. hope everything's well for you. Um, yeah. so just where, where are you from again? Did you say where you're from? Yeah. I mean, I haven't, uh, grew up same spot my whole life. I've been here forever. Uh, good old Detroit, Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, this, that's kind of what we do up here. I grew up doing this and, uh, been doing it ever since my whole life. Basically. I, I didn't yeah. know they had cattle ranching in Detroit. Yeah, you know, here and there, they say, uh, you know, it's not really what we're known for. Um, I think we get a bad rep, but tell you what, 
we got some good cattle wranglers up here. That's for damn well, sure. <laughs> well, and I'm assuming you're under one of the best, right? Because you, uh, if you're I would in the argue apprenticeship, the best, the best. Pete. Who who are you under? Do you know what's his name? Pete. Pete. Yeah, okay. it's Pete. <laughs> How long has Pete been in the business? I mean, gotta be upwards of seventy four years. Wow, seventy. Yeah. So he's he basically came out the womb. Is he still walking? I guess it, he came out the womb cattle ranching. Yeah, no, Pete's upwards of ninety three years old. Oh wow. Well, good for yep. Pete. Glad glad he's still with us, and uh, hope yeah, you're le- hope you're learning. He still got it. Him. Tell you what, he's sharp as a whistle. Really love that. That Pete love that. Yep, yep. love that. So I just want to toss into some some quirky questions. Um, yeah, because this is what you guys do. You know, when I I don't want to bring up past. It's all right. Subjects that may be sore, right. but that's what I see. You, I come on and I want to try to do the same thing you do. I want to riff off each other just, a little bit. Yeah. Maybe, hey, I like you right now, but maybe we get in a little bit of argument. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's what you. That's yeah, that's what you do. Okay, that's just what you do. okay. Um, so who is the most famous person you've ever met? Most famous person I ever met, hands down, Dave Matthews. Like the band? Like yeah, like the Dave, like Dave Matthews from the Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, met him. Isn't Dave Matthews? Isn't the band? Isn't a, a guy? I didn't think. No, it's just the uh, the man. I just met the one man, not the whole band. But but some would argue he is a one man band because his name. <laughs> But I don't think Dave is Dave. I didn't think Dave was an actual person. You'd be mistaken, boy. Really? Dave is. You really don't. Th- you really don't think Dave <laughs> Matthews is a real person? You think they just made up Dave Matthews band? Yeah. Well, because I didn't. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I don't know what their the lead singer of their band name is, but I don't do think you his do name one is of your Dave. Fancy little Googles. Yeah, I'm gonna. Tell me. I'm gonna toss that in Google. Lead singer, what? right? Yep. Guess who it is? It is Dave Matthews. It's Dave Matthews. Really? You're right. I met him in a restaurant in Tallahassee. He's he a South. Crab. It says he's a South African singer. I didn't know he was a real person. I thought he was. I thought it was just the band. Oh, he's a real deal. Oh yeah. Really? You should see that man go at some crab legs. I'll tell you what. Really? Where, where did you meet him again? A restaurant down in uh, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Do you yeah. go down to Tallahassee often? Is it like a vacation uh, every, spot or every three four months? Yeah. Oh, okay. Three, four yeah. months. That's pretty nice. Yeah, you know, we got family down there. Oh, the okay. Daniels, we go all over the place. So, you yeah, know, Tallahassee is one everywhere. of those spots. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, Why, well, I, I would assume Cattle Ranch doesn't get a lot of vacation time. How do you pull that off? Well, we actually will. Uh, it's a little trick of the trade taught by Pete, right? Uh. Uh, you just have to schedule your cattle to go wherever you want to go. You know oh, I mean, so you bring your cattle with you to Tallahassee? Yep, all of them. Yep, that's right. Really? How many cattle do you have? I, I mean, it depends on you know where we're taking them. Right now? Yeah, about twenty five hundred cattle. Twenty five. So, so yeah, every time, some twenty five hundred. So every cattle. three to four months, you take your twenty five hundred some cattle down to Tallahassee down with to Tallahassee. you on vacation. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Do you take that by train or by semis or? <laughs> Steve, you, I tell you what, this is why I like this podcast. You're funny. You got a joke. No, we ride horseback. Me and Pete 
Oh. Just the two of us. We go right down, uh, you know, I-80. No, I-80 okay. doesn't go that way. <laughs> we go down whatever, you know, route that is. Uh, I take one horse on one side. He takes one on the other. And then gotcha. right in front of us, about some 2,500 cattle. Oh, okay. Down the road. Yeah. Gotcha. And does that trip take you three to four months? Or just every? how long does that trip no, take? No, it's about, uh, about two and a half weeks. Yep. Oh, okay. That's actually not, that's not that bad. Yeah, gotta you let the cattle graze and stuff. Cattle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that sounds like fun. That sounds. Do you yeah. go down like? Are you like migrating geese? Like you go down when well, it gets cold, or? You know, we go wherever where we need to bring the cattle. Oh, okay. As I, you know, as so I you said, just bring them um, along everywhere you go. Yeah, I really do. I mean, we this there was this one time. I don't want to get into a story, but yeah, to go, I mean, you can if you want. All right, let me tell you a little crazy story. Yeah. All my years in apprenticeship. All right. Yeah. This is back in about. I want to say oh four. Okay. We were guiding some, tw- some twenty five hundred cattle. Uh, yeah. Uh, from right right down here, Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Uh, all the way down to you ever heard of Chihuahua, Mexico? Like no. Little puppies. I mean, I know what a Chihuahua is. Yeah, that's you know for what sure. Chihuahua is. It's yeah. like that, but it's Mexico. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, we heading down all the way to Chihuahua, Mexico, and you know, bringing all these cattle down there, they get. Some get milked or something. I don't really know. Okay. Uh, well, between the two of us, myself and Pete, of course. Yeah. We decided we wanted to make a little pit stop somewhere fun and exciting. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I'll tell you what, we strung up our horses and our cattle in lovely you- little <laughs> Spokane, Washington. Okay. The state. Yeah. Well, the city Spokane, Washington. Spokane, Washington State. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's correct. I yeah. didn't think that was on the way to from Detroit to. It's a little off the Mexico. beaten path, but you know, you, you do these things because you got to make your life worth living. So we said, you know what, we'll go off the beaten path maybe a little bit. Gotcha. And uh, so, well, when we were there we're trying to have some fun, there uh-huh. was a convention. A convention uh-huh. for something. Not sure what, but it was something. There were vendors everywhere, people selling junk. It was madness. Well, yeah. me and Pete decide, all right, let's strap up the horses, go down, grab a hot dog from one of the vendors. Yeah. And uh, we look across the convention. And a man in all black, dressed like a ninja of some sort, right? Yeah. He drops from the roof of the convention center. Boom. Drops on top of a man, stabs him. Swear to, to God. death. Not, well, we don't know. Oh. Uh, but he stabs a man, runs off, jumps on Pete's horse, rode off. Really? On Pete's horse. Not sure if the man survived, but tell you what, he got hit. That's for damn sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did they ever find him? Uh yeah, I mean no one ever really caught him in all the madness. So I mean, did what about Pete Pete's horse? Was doubled, he, did you guys double horse that never, all the way back to Detroit? F- we never found the horse. So well, we had to go. We had to go back down to Chihuahua. Oh, so you know you, what I mean. So yeah. me and Pete just had to kind of double up on old Bessie. One uh, ride all the forward, way down one ride backward for the rest of the ride. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, time we made it down there, we probably had some some ninety five cattle left. So wow. it was. A, was I was going to say, yeah. how did you end up roping off 2,500 cattle? Well, here's the thing. You got to account for some losses on the way, you know, along these trips. Okay. You say, okay, we're going to start with 2,500 cattle. Yeah. Pretty good number. Yeah. You say Hall of Fame numbers in the MLB are about 30%. Yeah. So you knock that down about 30%. What's You know that that is, right? That's... Um, it's about so six six hundred fifty cattle. Is it? Am I right? Seven fifty. 
750. Okay. Okay. That's what I said. That's what yeah. I said. Yeah. Um, and so that's Hall of Fame numbers. Okay. And here's the thing. We do it for the love of the game. We don't do it yeah. in the Hall of Fame. You're so not we're going to knock that down another little bit. Okay. Maybe 30% of that. So 750 times 30%. Okay. Let me see. Let me. So that we're getting about 225. 225. Right. And so we... We were down about one horse, so you bought you bought half that. Okay, yep. So that's what what is two? <laughs> There's about one twelve and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, we just saw a man get stabbed to death. So you take that number down about another half. And that's okay. About, so you're uh, you're only 60, at about twenty fifty. Wait, six. Wait, hold on. Point two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I would argue that them nine to five cattle that we had down in Chihuahua. Was actually quite good numbers. Quite a bit. That was good. That was a good run. Yeah, that was for pretty. You guys. That was quite good. Was that the best so, run you've ever had? Or tell you what, it's most exciting. That's I. I can imagine. I can imagine mm-hmm. that. That had to be quite the experience. Yep. Um, we once trampled a whole village just on really? accident. Yeah. Where was this at? In Chihuahua. This is at, This is just outside of Chihuahua. Just Texas. out of. Uh, or, oh, okay. I'm sorry, Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Mexico. <laughs> there might be a Chihuahua, Texas, too, though. Yeah. I, yeah. I've heard of that. But it's another. Small town. Yeah. There yes. was a Chihuahua, Texas, but there we were <laughs> you stampede over. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame, but gotcha. it is what it is. Gotcha. Um mm-hmm. what uh I know they got I don't know if they have Chipotles down in Chihuahua, Mexico. Um, but I know they have them in in Detroit Detroit, you know. In detail. Up in yep. your in your town. Um yep. do you have a Chipotle order? Have you have you, do you go? I do, yeah. I, I go to Chipotle a good bit. Actually. Really? Uh Started listening to your the side of guac podcast and figured I'm gonna get it even more than I do now. So really? here's my order, pretty efficient. Every time I go in, I say, "Can I get a bowl?" They say, "Yep." I say, "To go, please." Right, because I yeah. got to get back on old Bessie. The the cattle. Bessie yeah. is also a sixty four year old horse. Wow, she still got it. She's still uh, chugging. Good for her. Yep. Uh, so I go in. I say, "Can I get a bowl?" Can I do four scoops of steak? And then uh, <laughs> sour cream until the bubbles stop, please. <laughs> and that's what I say. So, and then, so you're just going straight steak and sour cream. Yeah. No rice, right. no beans, nothing. No. Well, I do also get a bag of chips because that's uh, my name. Love that. Yeah. 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 That's. I mean, that sounds like quite the entree right there. Yeah. I I'm, mean, it takes a lot to put it down. I'll, uh, I'll give you that, but. You spark me more as the a burrito person than a bowl. Mm-mm. Nah, no, no, can't do the carbs. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes Watch sense. You're just going straight protein and fat. That's right. Yeah, good. Love that for you. Love that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, with all that um cattle ranging and stampeding, I was curious. Have you ever gotten into to any trouble or any like convicted felonies or anything like tra- that? Uh, convicted what felonies felonies like <laughs> yeah like uh, against the law like the united states government or like detroit oh. police felony yeah um the law yeah i go by the law of the land <laughs> okay and that means that i don't know what that means <laughs> And so, in that case, 
I have not broken any laws, thank you. So you haven't broken any laws of the land. Is it against the law to stampede a small village in Chihuahua, Texas, if it's on accident? I mean, you make a great point. I don't I don't I guess I don't know the law in Chihuahua, Texas. Me and Pete allegedly ran over a small town in Chihuahua, Texas. Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. But you weren't convicted. Ne- negative. So you just might you don't know if There's you have no any warrants out us. for you. I don't I don't know anybody <laughs> named Warren. <laughs> no, warrant. Warrant? Yeah. Like a warrant for your means. arrest? Mm-mm. No. No. Okay. Well, I mean, that's good. I mean, because I'm not trying to hire any felons on the podcast. Or yeah, no, I ain't like no that, felon. So. I'm just a fella who oh. likes doing podcasts with my friend Beef. Love that. And I like that you're Beef because I've been working with Beef all my life. You like Beef, yeah. 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 And do I get any, a lot of Beef Do you ever name your cattle? Bowls. Do you yeah. have any cattle named Beef? I have. We've had multiple, yeah. Oh, okay. They're just named straight up beef. Yeah, all okay. yeah, all of them, all yep. of them, all twenty five hundred yeah. some, all twenty five hundred some. Okay, cattle. You, They're named beef. Can you yeah. tell them apart or no? You just you just go with the yeah. Flow. Of course, no, of course. Okay, yeah. okay. I got my favorite. Yeah, who's that? Beef. Ah, uh, what's that one like? He's. I tell you, he's great. Yeah, he's just so. He's just so sweet. You can go up to him and you say, Beef, I love you so much. And he'll just give you the nice, like, he'll look at you. And then he'll you just leave him alone. And that's it. Okay. So it's the look. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Love that for you. Yeah. He's great. He's great. Yeah. Well, Chip, um, anything else you, you want, you feel like you haven't talked about yet or uh, anything that you think we're missing out on? Not really. I mean, I got, tell you what, I got so many stories. Really? If, Do you if have another you one? Wanted to, yeah, I'll hear another story. I could, well, I'm, here's my thing. This is my audition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would like for this to be an, a, a full-time gig yeah. for me. Because yeah. as much as I like the uh, cattle wrangling business and being yeah. a cattle wrangler apprentice, yeah. maybe I could be a podcast host apprentice. I mean, that sounds very plausible. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So you don't you're saying you don't want to give up all your stories on this first no. first in I'll tell you what, if you had me back on again one day, maybe, maybe we yeah. can go into details. Okay. To Chihuahua, Texas. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to hear from that sometime. And we'll be all off the record so you don't get convicted or have any warrants about no, for I, you. I don't I don't want nobody named Warren coming after me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So if we have, if if you're lucky enough to to be selected as my new co-host, uh, and and maybe if not, there's a lot of fish in the sea. There's not a lot of a lot of cattle in the ranch. Maybe I'd love to have you on just as a guest sometime. Are you? T- is this your way of telling me I ain't gonna be back? No, on here? no, 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 no. I'm just saying. There's. I don't. You're the first one. You're the first one of the day. And I just want to make sure that, you know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. I give yeah. give an equal equal opportunity here. Oh uh, yeah, love that. I love that. It sounds fantastic. Good. Good. Well, thanks, Chip, for for meeting up with me. Uh, it was nice thanks talking for with you. Me on. This was a blast. Um, any any blast. last final final thoughts? Last last thought before you uh, leave the Sadagwak podcast. Uh. 
not really. Long live Pete, and uh, I'm sorry, Chihuahua, Texas, for what I did. Mm. Well, we're sorry. No regrets, though. No, no regrets. Yep. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one, Chip. Thanks, Beef. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, uh, glad Chip was able to make it on the on the call. But um, here is our next interview. Uh, let's welcome uh, uh, Colonel Skyler von Duberson. Um, Hello, Colonel. Can you hear me? Hello. Hey, Colonel. How how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, Very excited to be here. Yeah, you are. You mm-hmm. you sound like it. You sound exquisitely excited. Very, very excited. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Um, excuse me. What? I find you giggling yeah. at me. No, I'm just giggling with you. If you wanted to giggle. Do I look like I giggled? No. Not no, really. I don't. <laughs> Not really. Well, I'm Thank sorry. You. I don't mean to giggle. Um, my bad. Um, well, uh, Colonel, do you want me to call you Colonel or Skyler? Or how would you like to be? Please call me Colonel Skyler Von Duberson. Okay. <laughs> my apologies. Um, well, Colonel Skyler Von Duberson, um, we're just, thanks for joining the, the side of Guac mm-hmm. podcast. We're just, uh, interviewing some auditionees for, uh, my new co-host. Um, for the side of Guac podcast so right um do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself well i was very excited to find you on epodmini yes the podcast host meeting app yeah where i quickly decided that i would be taking over this podcast shortly really Mm-hmm. yes but before we get into that i will discuss myself a bit my name is Colonel Skyler von Duberson. I am an assassin. Oh. I feel like my years in the business uh, here give me countless stories to share with the people. Really? I yes. didn't I didn't know assassins were allowed to say that they're assassins. We can say whatever we want. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. that's that's good. <laughs> I'm glad. Um where are you from? Colonel Skyler von Duberson. I am from Gildenwald, Switzerland, in the oh. Swiss Alps. Um, at the age of four, my father took me to the top of Mount Middlehorn, looked me in the eyes, and he said, Do what you love. And then he shoved me off the edge of the cliff. Wow. And you survived. Yes. Yes, well, I was found by a man at the base of the mountain who uh, who took me into his care. Uh, he was an iron miner who had really? just finished a day's work. Yeah, he was a he was a man who mi- mined uh, and smelted iron. He was he was Iron Man. He I called him Iron, iron man. man. Okay. Yeah, Iron Man. Interesting. Yes, yes, and he well- raised me. So he raised at the age of four. Mm-hmm. So he raised you from four on. Have yes. you seen or spoke to your dad since? He was actually one of the first men I've killed. Really? In my time as the assassin. Yeah. Did you? At the age of six and a half. 
six and a half, you killed your dad. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, did did you? Uh, it was uh, a bit of a coming of age story. Some is, would say. Do, <laughs> do assassins? Do you pick who you kill, or are you hired? I thought you were well, hired. So who are you hired well, by to kill your dad? The fun part about being an assassin is that sometimes you do it for the money, and sometimes you do it for the love for the of the thrill. game. Oh, for the thrill. Yes. Okay. Some, or the love of the. That's cor- yes. That's correct. <laughs> well, that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. That's good. I'm glad you love what you do because. You know, some people say if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So that's correct. You haven't been working since. But the I've age worked of six. every day in my life. Oh, don't you forget it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you you're working that that you're working. Um, uh, so I would assume that you're. I I don't want to assume this, but you seem to be pretty wealthy, especially if you get. Uh, you're a paid assassin. Um, I've made my fair share of change in this world. Yes. Okay. Um, with your wealth, have you, who's like the most famous person you've met? Well, in all my life, one of the people who is famous that I've met, who I have not assassinated is, uh, actually the singer Dave Matthews. Really? Yes. Yes. He's actually quite pleasant, believe it or not. Really? Where did yeah. you where did you meet Dave? I met him uh funny enough at a restaurant down in Tallahassee. Really? Yes. Wow. He was I, I tell you what, you may think I assassinate people, but he was assassinating the crab legs <laughs> that he was eating. Oh yes. Oh, he must yes. like his crab legs. That's he weird. I them. I feel like I've heard that story before. Well, well I've never he... been on the podcast before. So. No. Did he write? Does he have a song about that? Not that I'm aware of. Crab, I don't crab legs in Tallahassee. Oh, you don't listen to his music. You just met him. No, no. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I actually mm-hmm. didn't know he was a real person. I thought he was a band. Quite real, quite but, real, and quite alive still. Well, yes. yeah, I've but I've been told so. Well, I'm glad Dave Matthews isn't on your assassin list because that that would suck. Yeah, he's quite pleasant, as I That's said. That's good. Really well, can go at some crab legs. That's yeah, true. Yes. That that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet. I mean, that's one story, but I bet you have some other pretty interesting stories. Do you have any other stories about like your career as an assassin? Well, I don't want to dive deep into my career. Yeah. Considering I p- plan on taking over this podcast. Oh, okay. And I will later at a later date without you. Without okay, my stories, but there was one story about the one man that got away. Really, the one job I left unfinished. Oh wow, this sounds interesting. It was nearly twenty years ago. I was sent after a man who uh, was convicted of dealing narcotics, responsible for killing a man in the Swiss royal family. Really. Yes, yes. The man was in Spokane, Washington. Wow. At the current time, he was a vendor, undercover as a vendor at a convention. Really? What kind of convention? 
it wasn't i i'm not exactly sure the convention i believe it was some kind of craft convention yeah okay um perhaps wine i'm not oh okay sure yeah um but there he was below me at the convention center in spokane washington i was dressed in all black much like a ninja at the at that moment in time Yeah. yeah that's pretty good costume yeah, well, it wasn't a costume. <laughs> You're that right. Was my I apologize. Work attire. Thank you. Find it funny. Well, I dropped down on this man. With a knife, I stabbed him. Yeah. And as I was stabbing him, I heard a noise. It's in the noise in my head said, "Don't kill the man." Don't kill the man. Yeah. And so I stopped. I backed up and I said, what is this? Is this God? Yeah. Who's to say? But I panicked and I found a nearby horse. A horse? And a horse. And I needed, to, I needed to escape as soon as possible. And so I took the horse and I ran the horse off into the night and I escaped. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm glad you escaped because you're here to join us on the podcast. But but he's the one man who I have failed an assassination attempt on. Wow. Yeah. Is and he's still alive today, to your knowledge? To my knowledge, still alive wow. to this day. Why haven't you gone back to finish the job? You know, something told me that day. Don't kill this man. Yeah. So I stand by that. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Well, that's good. I mean, glad. Are you questioning my no, abilities? No, I'm, I'm just, no, I'm not at all. I'm just glad that some sort of moral standards is in the assassin business. I didn't know that was, that was in that type of business. That's all we stand for is moral standards, oh, okay. Mr. Beef. <laughs> yes. Well, that's good. Well, that's good. Um, I'm assuming since you, since you are, uh. A, a, an assassin you traveled to different countries and different places have you all over have you stopped at a chipotle before of course of really course. what's your what's your like go-to order at chipotle i get the same thing every visit everything every time every time three large tortillas on the side and the, and that's it Three, yes, that's it. Yeah. So you're just eating tortillas. Three large tortillas on the side. Do they charge you for that? Yes, of course. And I How have much... the money from all the assassinations I've done. Well, that makes sense. Yes. Do you? How much is that order? Do you pay in cash? It's upwards of forty-seven dollars. Yes. Forty-seven dollars for three tortillas. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, on the that side. That seems on the side. On the side. Yes. My apologies. I. Yes. So, if you have tortillas on the side, is there anything not on the side? Like not the you... tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Interesting. So, no. Are you a vegetarian? No. No. I'm not. No. You just. Like tortillas. I just really like the tortillas. Oh, okay. On well, the side. On the side. Sorry. Yes. My bad. Well, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'll have to try that sometime. It seems a little steep of a price for me. 
but I'm not an assassin, so I don't have your kind of bank. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't yeah. understand the uh, the realm of wealth I live in. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. So being an assassin, I would assume you've done illegal things. No. Nothing illegal. Nope. Nothing. So so you've never been convicted of a felony or any under what sort laws? Of... Under what laws? Any, I mean, any laws, U.S. government, put like any local police, any, so you said Switzerland, anything? No, I, um, no, no, uh, no felonies here. Not from this big guy. Interesting. Well, yep. I mean, that's good. I guess you've never gotten Clean caught. Clean slate. That's, well, that's good. Cause we need that if you were to, to be a host on the side of Guac podcast. So mm, I'm glad. Yes. Well, what? not that I want to be a host. That I will be a host. Oh, you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to? No. So why did you accept the call of me introducing you as, as an auditionee? I am here to assassinate you. You're here to kill me. <laughs> I'm here to kill you, yes. Do you normally tell your people before you kill them? Well, it's a little common courtesy. Since I know this will be your last moments. Yeah. I I will tell you I'm here to stab you. Yes. But we're over a voice call and a video call. How are you going to do that? Mm. Do I have some time still? I was not aware of this. Uh, technological limit that I would be facing. You're trying to virtually stab me? It seems, yes, it would appear difficult. Have you ever done that before? Do you feel this right now? No. I'm I'm stabbing you. I I don't think you're stabbing me. Then who am I stabbing? You must be stabbing your computer screen or something. Shit. Yeah, I don't feel anything. Well, I will nonetheless be taking over this podcast with with you, apparently. Yes. With me? Okay. Yes. So now we're back. I thought you were going to kick me off and kill me. Well, when's when's the next in-person episode? Uh, I mean, that usually just depends on whenever Tom and I can get together. But now that Tom's not there, I'm, I'm technically always in person by myself. So I can get together, meet you as soon as today. Even. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I live in Iowa, so you're welcome anytime. I don't know if you're in Switzerland or overseas, but I am actually in Switzerland. That's right. Okay. Gindelwald, to be exact. Well, I don't know if there's any flights from Gindelwald to Iowa in the next couple hours, but I can't imagine that's going to be an easy flight to take. So, good luck with that. Okay. Um, it was a pleasure. But thanks to thank you, Colonel Skyler von Dubitson. Um, That's not my name. Sorry, Duber von Duberson. Correct. Sorry, my apologies. Um, but thanks for uh, hopping on the show for a little bit. And uh, absolutely. And uh, I'll uh, be in touch if if we I move will see forward with this podcast. Very together. Very very soon, Beef. Okay. Well, it was okay. very nice to meet you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Here we have another 
uh, auditionee for co-host of the Side of Guac podcast. Uh, let's bring on Darvin McBiscuit. Are you? How you doing, Beef? It's an honor to be here today. I'm real excited. Uh, hey, Dar- <laughs> hey, Darvin. How are you? I'm good. It's a pleasure to finally actually be here talking to you in person. You know. Yeah, I love your energy so far. This is this is uh, this great. is what I this is what I live for. I love talking to people. I'm a people person. Is what I yeah, do. Yeah, I can That's tell. What I do. I can tell that. Um, so t- I mean, tell me a little about it about yourself. You say you're a people person. Do you do you do something for a living? I am a yes. Uh, it makes sense. I'm a people person. I am a uh, 62 year old cotton candy machine salesman. Really. Uh, I, I mean, I sell all things cotton candy, the machines, the sugar, the cotton, the candy, the drugs. I do it all. I do it all. Oh, the drugs. Yeah. The, I mean, the business is, it's treated me well. Yeah. Uh, and I have a number of stories I think will be great for the podcast. Well, That's well right. I, I'm excited to hear those. I'm I'm excited to, to hear those stories. How do you make a lot of money as a cotton candy machine salesman? I mean, I've been in the trade since I want to say 83 uh, and I don't think anything will ever top the great cotton candy boom of 98, as I'm sure you're familiar with. I, I mean, I'm not familiar. I didn't know there was a boom. There was, I mean, it was the great cotton candy. Boom. <laughs> the great, right. candy. I mean, yes, <laughs> really it wasn't just a Benny boom. It was a great boom. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the, that's great. The years, you know, all the years have really treated the McBiscuit family. Well, I'd say in my time in the business i probably made upwards of about thirty-eight thousand dollars. Thirty-eight thousand. yeah that's right yes a year or in so in total in t- in all my years of the business about thirty-eight thousand dollars. yeah so so in since 83 if i'm not mistaken you're saying you've only made thirty-eight thousand dollars. that's correct yes really did you say um, only? I'm sorry. Did you say only? Yeah, I said. I, I mean, I, I find that to be a large amount of money. You know what you uh, could do with thirty eight thousand dollars? Well, I mean, I'd I, say you could do a lot. Really? Yeah. Are you able? How many? How many are there of you in the McBiscuit family? Are you able to feed and support? I'm a, do you have children? It's me and my son. You and your son. Yeah. Did you lose Mrs. Biscuit? Miss <laughs> McBiscuit. Mrs. McBiscuit sadly left the family about 12 years ago. But oh, my son she left. Okay. I'm sorry. My son is in I'm the sorry. trade. Your son's in the in the cotton candy that's business. That's correct. As yes, well. he's very good as well. Yes. Well, that's good. Is is that is his money included into that $38,000? It is. Yes. It's oh, me okay. and his so combined earnings. You guys are combined for 38,000. Well, Yes. How old's your son? He is 34 years old. 34. Okay. Well, that's right. Yes. I mean, I hope if he ever finds a wife and some, has some, some say, kids that... Some would say he is the future of the cotton candy sales business. Yeah. That's well, right. I mean, I hope so. I mean, I hope for the McBiscuit family. I, I hope you guys can You'll hear do his well. name. Yeah. You'll hear but his name one day. I just, can you, do you grocery shop every week? Do, are you able to, where do you live? What, like, I'm just, I'm I'm a little baffled that- you're living off really like a thousand dollars a year. What? Right. That's. I mean, we're living. We're living quite well at this moment in our lives. To be completely honest with you. Really. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Where are you from? 
Uh, I am from Nashville, Tennessee, home of Cotton Candy. Did you know that? I Cotton Candy started in Tennessee? That's right. You want to hear a fun little fact? The electric cotton candy machine was invented in 1897 by a dentist. Really? William Morrison, old Billy Morris. That's 1897. what we call him. 1897. Are... You know who helped him? You know who uh, helped him? Who? His buddy, John C. Wharton. That's really? right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have any Not... relation to the Wharton family or the the Johnson family? Uh, I think you mean the Morrison family. Sorry, the, the Morrison family. family. No. Yes, my apologies. And the answer is no. I just grew up on the love of the game. Yeah. I had my first bite of cotton candy at the age of three. and started selling machines not long after that. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good. That's good for you. That is. And when I taught great. my son, he took it and ran with it as well. And so we're doing quite well. Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. Can I just, how many machines do you sell every year? Per year on average? Yeah. About one machine. Just one? Just okay. One. So, so you sell a machine for about a thousand dollars. That's right. Yes. Okay. Well, that, I, mean, I mean, they're quite luxurious machines. I'll yeah, I mean, you know. that sounds like a great deal for a thousand dollars. Honestly, um, do you have a supply? S- do you have a supplier of, or do you make my them son. yourself? My son. Your son's your supplier. Oh, he yeah. makes them and and is a supplier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chicken. Yeah. Okay. What chicken? His name is. Yeah, chicken McBiscuit. Chicken. <laughs> Chicken McBiscuit. Well, that's that's right. Yeah, I'm. I I kind of wish I could meet him someday. He sounds like he's a, great. I tell you what, he's great. He knows what he's doing too. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Did Has his know, name always been Chicken? Fact? Yeah. Okay. Ever since he was a baby, Chicken. Okay. Chicken McBiscuit. Okay. You could you, go ahead. I, I'm interested in hearing. Son the fun of Darwin McBiscuit. I just want to tell you a fun fact about cotton candy that it was originally called fairy floss. Did you know that? No, I did not. It, yeah, that's true. That's a true fact. It's true fact that it is fairy frost. It used to be called. It just used to be called that. It used to be called. Guess who was responsible for changing the name to Cotton Candy? You, Darwin McBiscuit. The McBiscuit family. That's right. Yes. Really? Was it Mm -hmm. yourself or was it your grandpa or dad? It was actually my father. Your your oh, it was your father who changed the name to Cotton. Yes. To Cotton Sausage. So, sausage McBiscuit. Sausage McBiscuit, yes. Love that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious, just this is just a family question. I don't mean to dive mm-hmm. too deep into it, but Of course. Your father's name is Sausage and your son's name is Chicken. Why is does what does Darwin come into play? What well, did they my get mother my mother decided to name me Darwin. Uh, is there much more to it? I don't know. I mean, no, you're you might be Why right. did your mother why did your mother name you beef? I some could good, ask. That's a, a good lot question. Of people wonder. Some some people probably do wonder why people call mm-hmm. me beef, but wow! I mean, I mean, good for you guys. Yeah. Um. So, do you get to travel a lot when the cotton candy machine selling business? We go back and forth. You know, I mean, it. I go from here to there. I'm I'm selling across the country. I know I'm gotcha. trying to get my sales in. Yeah. One per year specifically, but it's. Yeah. We do fine. We do yeah. fine. Well, that's good. Um, have you sold anyone famous or have you met anyone famous doing this business? Actually, yes. Really? Any guesses who? I, I I'm not I don't know who you would normally come across in the cotton candy business. Give me one guess. Uh Willy Wonka. No. No. He sold one machine to Jennifer 
Harper. You know who Jennifer Harper is? She's great. <laughs> I, I don't know who Jennifer Harper is. Who's Jennifer Harper? She is Dave Matthews' wife. Oh, really? Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> really? I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Dave Matthews had a wife. I mean, that's that's great. How did you we get that did connection? That sale. We did that sale in 07, I want to say, in down in Tallahassee. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Got them to agree. They, you know, they were a little boozed up. They had just gone to a restaurant. Um, she had the lobster. He had the crab legs. I'll tell you what, Dave Matthews. He can go after a pair of crab legs. Really? Like you wouldn't believe. Really? Like he goes after crab legs like I go after cotton candy. Wow. It's incredible. Yeah, you'd I love mean, it. You would love that's, it. That's wild. That's I'd pay I mean, a, I'd pay a good nickel to see him go after some crab yeah, legs. That's for really? sure. Yeah. Wow. So you didn't meet Dave, you just met his wife. Well, I met him both, but you know. She's more famous. You know, well, of course. She bought she bought my machine. She bought the she? machine. So yeah, you're that's right. right. You're, I mean, yeah, you're right. He's Jennifer I mean, freaking Harper. What do you mean? The, of course. That's, that's freaking pretty impressive. I mean, when you see her on the street, you go, oh my God, that's Jennifer Harper. That's Dave Matthews' wife. Uh, you're right. You're right. What brought you mm-hmm. to Tallahassee? Did you say where you're from? We were just traveling. Of course I did. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Home oh, of the yeah, you're candy. right. Sorry. So home of the cotton candy. My apologies. What do you yeah. go down? You just go down to Tallahassee for a vacation? Sales. Sales. Yeah, mostly, mostly sales at this it, point. Yeah. Have you gotten. Multiple sales in Tallahassee, or is that your first one? Uh, that was the first one, yeah. Oh, okay. That was you the go, first I, and only one we'd done in Tallahassee. But you well, know, hey, hey, there's a first for one. everything, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's good. You got to start um, somewhere. Yeah. You got any other crazy work stories for selling cotton candy? Ah, man. There was this one time. I mean, this was a crazy one. I uh. I got a little mixed up with the wrong people. You know, sometimes our cotton candy, it's just sugar, right? Yeah. But sometimes people want to have a little bit more exciting of a time, right? So we go to certain places. We sell some cotton candy that maybe has some other stuff in it. You know what I mean? Like, and, like syrup? Sorry? Well, a little bit more exciting than syrup, my friend. Really? Yes. Meth. <laughs> meth, yeah, really? So we do, yeah, we do meth cotton candy. You wouldn't believe it. Really? Is that a big for seller people? for you? Well, it's. We traveled one time overseas, and that one sold pretty big in Switzerland. Wow, that was about it. Yeah. Anyway, it was back in about two thousand and four. Yeah. Me and Chicken fly out to Spokane, Washington, to sell some cotton candy at a convention. Yeah. This was our big break. There was going to be thousands of people here. Yeah. We were going to sell so much cotton candy. We were going to live like kings for at least another year, right? Yeah. Well, my days just had just begun. I'd so well, I hadn't sold any cotton candy or cotton candy machines yet. Yeah. I was going. I was moving. Yeah. You were all set and ready to go. Before I knew it, before I could even think, a human lands on top of me dressed in a black suit. I swear to God, it looks like a ninja. You wouldn't believe it. I said, whoa, hey, buddy, if you want cotton candy, here, I got the meth ones in my backpack. I can give it to you. And he said, this is for the Swiss royal family. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean, man? And he stabbed me. What? And he stabbed me right in the gut. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you survived. Obviously, you're here to tell well, the Well, I'm here to tell, tell the, the story because for some reason, 
and I couldn't tell you why. The guy got uh, he got off me. Yeah. He jumped on a horse and he rode off. I'm like, what kind of Wild West bullshit <laughs> is going on right now? <laughs> this is yeah, like a, Spokane, this is like a Tarantino Washington. movie. You yeah. Got a ninja jumping on a horse, stabbing yeah. me. Meanwhile, I'm here eating cotton candy. I got chicken sh- shoving the my the gash in my side full of cotton candy. Yeah. It's like because that that's what a lot of people blood? don't know. A lot of people forget that cotton candy is actually they call it nature's gauze. Really? I don't know if you knew about I've it. never heard that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, it's nature's gauze. You just got to do some stuff to it to make it natural, but it's fine. And I'll tell you what, you shove a little uh, meth cotton candy in there, <laughs> you're good. You're good to go. Wow. I'll tell you what. I feel yeah, like it's great. I've heard this story before. Did you, was this on the news or anything? Have you had a uh, chicken biscuit on here before? No, I haven't had chicken to my knowledge, okay. but. I can tell you a story. He's the only one I, I know, can think of. I talked to a, a colonel just a, a few minutes ago, and he he had a similar story, but I don't know if that's the same thing. I a mean, colonel was he a colonel of the war? The colonel of the what? It was he a colonel in the war? I mean, I I guess I'm not really sure. He didn't he didn't speak of any war. He sounds like a nice fella. Yeah, he seems he was interesting. Yeah, what was but, fun about him? Did he have any fun stories? Well, that's what your stories seem to to align a little bit. So I I didn't know if that was a common thing to happen in a convention in Spokane. Maybe there's ninjas everywhere. I mean, Spokane's a big place. You never know. Yeah. What year was it? I don't know. I thought he said. You say '04? Yeah, I thought he said 2004. I they could be wrong. Of, they must have done a lot of conventions that year. That's there, interesting. I mean, yeah. Good for him though. That's, I mean, that's wild. I mean, yeah. Hey, you ever meet him again? Give him my number. Tell him to come get some cotton candy. Cotton candy. Okay, mm-hmm. you're trying to sell him. Sell him. I'll even sprinkle in the fun stuff for him for free gotcha. on the frizz. Gotcha. Because he sounds like a nice guy, and he's yeah. a colonel in the war. Yeah, I mean, and you're gonna thank him for his service and absolutely give him some some meth cotton, cotton candy. candy. That's yeah, right. yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, with your travels to to for sales, do you ever stop at a Chipotle? Yeah, I do actually. Yep, and you, I, you may find it hard to believe the McBiscuit family does live quite well. So we do get Chipotle about two to three times a day. Yeah, two to three times a day. A day. So, yep. So you eat that for lunch and dinner, and sometimes breakfast. That's right. Well, every every one of them, yes. Every okay, interesting. Um, what's your? Do you have a go to order? Or you mix it up. Same thing every time. What do you Same got? Thing. I go in, I say, can I get a bowl to go? Yeah. Cotton candy. They don't, I don't think they sell cotton candy at Chipotle. I mean, the Chipotle I'm going to every time, they give me cotton candy. Really? Yo, yeah. Is it colorful? I go in, I say, can I get a bowl of cotton candy? Yeah. Hey, are you questioning whether or not I know cotton I'm, candy? No, I'm just, I, I'm just. I am. Look at this. This is a face of cotton candy right here. You see this cotton candy stash? Yeah. Yeah, this has taken years to grow out. Don't question me. It's made out of real cotton candy, too. Okay. You, I mean, mm-hmm. you might be right. But, okay. I mean, I guess I've never... I didn't know they sell cotton candy at Chipotle. I didn't think they sold it at my Chipotle, but maybe I need to go to your Chipotle in Nashville, where do you, Tennessee. Where are you going that doesn't have cotton candy? Uh, My Chipotle in Iowa doesn't have cotton candy. You Chipotle doesn't have it? No. Well, why don't you go somewhere else? Because 
I only have one Chipotle. Well, what about other stores? I they mean, other stores candy. have cotton candy. Yeah. Yeah. So go to like an Arby's or something. They don't have cotton candy either. I would need to go to like a candy mm-hmm. store or a supermarket nope. or something. Yeah. I tell you what, all the Arby's I go to, cotton candy. Really? Cotton candy sandwich. Interesting. With curly cotton candies. <laughs> really? Yep. Oh, yeah. I've never heard. I've never heard of those. Maybe. Oh, I mean, yeah. Maybe I just need to come down to Nashville more often. Where else are you going? Yeah. I mean, you might be right. Where um, else are you going? Yeah. Come have you Nashville. just just one final question? Have you ever been in trouble or from the law or or had any felonies or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, you have. Yes. Multiple or just one? Multiple. Multiple felonies. Do you have any uh, current warrants for your arrest right now? Multiple warrants, yes. Really? Yeah. For for what is that? The math, Captain. The King. math? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The math. Gotcha. But people love it. I'll tell you what, people love it and it pays the bills. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, should I, do the police know where you are right now? They don't. No. They don't. They have no idea. But I'll tell you what, they don't need to know. Because me and you are going to run this podcast. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to use this as an outlet. Yeah. To sell our meth cotton candy. Me, okay. you, and Chicken McBiscuit. Yeah. Are going to sell our cotton candy to the masses. And they'll okay. Let know. Okay. Do you just label it as cotton candy or is it just, how do you sell that? Without well, I sell saying my regular it's... cotton candy. Yeah. And I so I put on that one cotton candy. And then the other ones that has meth in it, I put meth cotton candy. Oh. Yeah. So you could know the difference. So, okay. Yeah. Because so I don't want can... anyone getting confused. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. You're just you're just being honest. Well, so you know, I don't want to go out there and accidentally kill somebody, anybody important, highly valuable in society yeah. of any specific country of origin. Have in you your royal family? Have you killed somebody? No, of course not. Today? Has your meth killed anybody ever? Well, who's to say really? My cotton candy has traveled the world. Really? But you don't know of anyone you've killed at least. No. Not my wife. Okay. Are you sure about that? Yeah. She just left. She left she you just but really she just left. Left this world. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to really, hear that. I mean, she just really loved the cotton candy. The, I'm sorry. The to, good stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, but. Eh, she she had I, it coming. <laughs> really? The cotton candy. The cotton candy. The cotton candy. The cotton. She had the cotton candy coming. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. She wouldn't gotcha. stop. I mean, that's fair. That's fair enough. Um, Any. Uh, well, thanks for, for joining Darwin and McBiscuit. Um, any other final thoughts before uh, before we head off this this episode and and the side of Guac auditions? Uh, I just want to say thank you, and I want to say to all the people out there, if you want to get some special meth, cotton candy, come to our website McDonald's.com. <laughs> really? Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, thanks for that little self promotion. Maybe you could sponsor an episode sometime. Did I, I might make biscuits. I make biscuits. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's correct. Okay. Okay. Little little mistake. Little, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. Well, yeah. Thanks, Darwin. I appreciate it. Can't wait to take over the world with you. Yeah. Yep. Our crystal meth. Yep. I'm excited. Candy. I'm excited. <laughs> Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.
All right, and here we are uh, about to bring on our final uh, uh, auditionee uh, for my co-host. Um, let's see. Uh, is artist formerly known as Windows Alt? Wait, Windows Vista. Is- Guten Tag. Is- is this is am I speaking? Is that did I pronounce that correctly? You did correct. Okay, so wait, so you're just it, you were formerly I am the known artist as formerly known as Windows Vista. Okay, well, it's Good very tag. nice to meet you. Do you go by anything short, or do I have to? No, I am the artist formerly known as <laughs> Windows Vista. Gotcha. Okay, I gotcha. Yes. <laughs> well, it's very nice to meet you. You as well. You as well. Excited <laughs> to be here. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and why you yes, yes. wanted to join I the podcast? Am, I am Dutch slash German uh, techno artist of the early 2000s. Um, okay. You may recognize some of my famous techno hits, such as uh, Goofy Pump, um, Schnitzelwolf, huh. and my most famous... Mission Impossible, dry. <laughs> dry. Dry. Try. Dry. <laughs> dry. Dry. Can you spell that for me? D R E I. Dry. Oh, okay. Mission Impossible, dry. Yes. Okay. I I mean I haven't heard that one to my knowledge, but maybe I'll have to check it out. It's quite popular by me, so it's surprising that I haven't <laughs> heard it. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I guess I wouldn't say I'm familiar with uh, the, <laughs> the the Dutch early 2000s techno. Let me tell you what the techno scene in the early 2000s was <laughs> bumping. Really? Yes. You would have loved it. Really? I mean, yes. I love I love a good techno song. So, I mean... You already have a nice little giggle. I think <laughs> you love it already. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. I like you. Uh, I like this well, song. Well, so far, I like you too. Um, but did you say where you're from? Somewhere on the German and Dutch border. Just somewhere. You don't, you don't want to disclose Not your somewhere. location. No, I don't know. Okay. Somewhere over there, yeah. Well, yeah. welcome to this virtual chat. Um, but maybe someday you could come to the United States and and share. I would your, love to. Your music. I'd love to. I am yeah. quite fond of this side of guac. I've listened to the <laughs> podcast. You know, yeah, the forty-seven episodes. Yeah, I mean, this episode, you're going to be on episode forty-eight. So yeah, that's good. That's good. Did you say how old you were? I mean, you were making music in the early 2000s, but I didn't know if yes. you Yes. Were... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean. Then... My first hit was in 1983. 1983. 1983, yes. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, dry means three. Dry. 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 Yes, dry. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, so you've been making hits for a while. Um, yes, it's been quite a while. 
but while you're in your music business and I'm, I'm assuming you've gone on tour, have you met anyone famous? I have toured the globe. And yeah. also, I have been to the moon. Really? So, yes, I'm the only artist who's ever played on the moon. Is, are, <laughs> do you mean like the actual moon or is the moon a different bar or club? Look up, do me a favor. Yeah. Opens your window. Okay. Look up in the sky. Yeah. What oh, is that? Not not my window up here. Not my computer window. No. Open your window. Out here. The sun. But that's the sun. What's on the other side of the sun? The moon. The moon. <laughs> I played on the moon well, in nineteen sixty dry. Nineteen sixty three. I didn't know we went to the moon. Drive. Was that was that the first time we went to the moon? It was private. It was private. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You you did a private because I thought only the hottest artists were playing on the moon oh. in 1963. Okay, because I thought we didn't go to the moon until 1969. Yeah, you in America? Oh, over so in you the went... Dutch German border. You went. You went earlier. Yes. Well, I mean that's that's a pretty incredible experience. So I mean I'm I love that. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have any other wait, did you say who if you've met anyone famous? You said you traveled the world, but you didn't uh, say Oh yes, I traveled the world and the most famous on tour in nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Uh it was uh, Dave Matthews. Really? Yes. Tallahassee. Yeah. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Wow. It's. It, <laughs> I didn't. You know who Dave Matthews is? Music? Yes, of course. Really? He has the whole band named after him. How did you not know who Dave Matthews? I, is? No, I I know Dave Matthews band, but I didn't know you. I mean, over there in in the Dutch German yes. Netherlands border, you. So much, so much love for Dave Matthews. And really? Let me tell you what. The man can go at some crab legs like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. I've heard that. I have heard that before. So that you doesn't surprise me. You may think I go me. crazy at my techno concerts. Yeah. Playing such hits as Goofy Pump, Schnitzel Wolf, and Mission Impossible. Dry. Dry. <laughs> but yes. he goes crazy. With crab legs. Owns the crab legs, yes. Really, really. Quite, quite. I mean, crazy. you hit him. You hit him pretty early in his career. He didn't. I. I didn't think they started in, or they just started in like '91. I think. He was a solo artist. Yes, yes. Really. Well, I mean, that's exciting. I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a pretty big name. Yes, quite. Yes, quite. Yeah. Big. Um. Any other crazy stories from from traveling the world as a techno artist? The craziest story, uh, I saved a man's life. Really? Yes. Well, how did you do that? It was in the year 2001 after dry. Oh, okay. And at a convention in 
is small town, may or may not familiar, Spokane, Washington. Really? Yes. Uh, at a convention, and I was playing my hits. I played such hits as Goofy Pump, <laughs> Schnitzel Wolf, yeah. and Mission Impossible Dry. Dry. Yeah. And in the middle of my set, a man dressed in all black dropped from the top of the center. Yeah. Am I... Sorry, I picked up a little bit of French there. Oui. <laughs> uh, he dropped from the top of the center on another man and he stabbed him. Wow. In the gut. Yeah. But I, I was playing my song my famous song hit you may know do not kill that man oh familiar no hmm very very popular song and um it i believe saved that man's life because wow. the ninja the ninja man hopped off of the uh husky man with the gray mustache who was selling he was selling Zimeth cotton candy. Really? Mm-hmm. I had a little bit. So good. Yeah. Uh, and um, the ninja rode off, and that wow. was it. I feel like I've heard that story before. Hmm. Was that on Perha the news? Mm -mm. No. No? Perhaps you've seen my documentary. What? What's that one called? Uh... Mission Impossible. Dry. Dry on the moon. <laughs> oh, Mission Impossible. Dry on the moon. On the moon. Okay. Yes. I should. No, I haven't seen that. I should look that up. Mm -hmm. I should look that up. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a pretty incredible story. Yes, it was quite um quite the event. Yes. But congratulations for saving that that mm -hmm. man. Yeah. Some say I'm a hero. Some say. Yeah. Some say I have killed some people, but some really? don't. Some really? say. Do you have any felonies or warrants against you some for your arrest? Say, some say the moon does not count. So you've killed somebody on the moon? The moon! Really? The moon. D but you're. So you're, you don't have a, a felony against you. You just. You could have a felony against you. There is no rules on the moon. I mean, well, I'm. <laughs> I mean, that's good. I mean, I guess the good thing is in the moon you didn't get caught, so that's mm -hmm. good. Did do you? Who'd you kill on the moon? Dry. Did I? Dry people. Oh, three people. Who'd you kill? The three people on the moon. Uh. Hansel. Hansel, okay. Hans. And, yeah. And Kenneth. I, are those famous people? I don't know if I'm aware of those people. You may never know, because they are dead on Simon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, uh, that's, I mean... Maybe maybe someday someone will find out. But, I mm -hmm. mean, good for you. Good for you. 
Do you, you do you go to Chipotle's often in the German Netherlands border? Mm-hmm. What's your what's your go to order? Do you have do you get the same thing every time? Yes. I love Chipotle. Yeah. I get the pinto beans. Just the pinto beans? The, yes. What else would you get? The pinto beans. <laughs> You don't get any rice or meat or any in a tortilla? What or? is this rice? You just get the pinto beans. Pinto beans, yes. Okay. Well, there's more to Chipotle, so I welcome you to try some more, but... There's more? Yeah. There's white rice, brown rice. No. Yeah. Steak, there chicken. There is at the Chipotle on the Dutch-German border, there is... Pinto beans. Yeah. And that's it. This the pinto beans. Okay. I mean, so well, good. maybe I'll have to try that Chipotle sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I will. Um. Any Any final thoughts before we wrap things up here? Uh, what is artist this? formerly is this known press... as Windows Vista. Is this a press tour? A a press tour? No, I'm just. It's a podcast. I'm just interviewing for co-hosts. Hmm. No, I do not. Where is this podcast? It's on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. The moon? I think you could get it on the moon if you download it to your phone and then go up there. Hmm. That's a lot of work. Um. Thank you for your time. I'm no longer interested. Bye. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh. Well, that was uh. An interesting one. Um, but thank you to artists formerly known as Windows Vista. Um, so this, uh, we have some interesting choices to make. If I uh, want to bring one of those last four guests on as a co-host. Um, but we will see. Um, honestly, I'm at the point where I might try and give Tom a call back to see if he can renegotiate a contract. Because those were all pretty rough. Honestly, I think Chip might have been my favorite. Um, and maybe Chip. Maybe we maybe I send an offer out to Chip, but we'll see. So um, thank you all for listening to this episode. I uh, appreciate you guys. And uh, this has been episode 48 of the Sadiguac Podcast. Bye. Bye.